Hello, everybody, and Happy New Year. It is 2020, and you are tuned in to Therapy Thoughts with Lindsay. And guess what? Randy Cash is right over there. Hey! Hey, and Happy New Year! Happy New Year. It's 2020. I know. Did you see... Did you Did you see the social media post going around that said, we got to get Barbara Walters to like do some announcement that says... I'm Barbara Walters, and this is 2020. No, don't. just YouTube it. <laughs> I know, right? Anyways, no, seriously, can you believe that we are already to a new decade, 2020? Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. Another one, I know. You know how many decades I've been in? Well, you're almost to the, uh, the fifth, right? Yeah, you're almost to your actual, uh, what do you call it, your, your culminating point of the number five? Uh-huh. How you feel about that? Fine, actually. All right. Happy almost birthday is what we're talking Thanks. about. It's what, eight days from now? Something like that? Something like that. Something like that. No, I do hope that everyone had a fabulous holiday season celebrating with all of the people that you love and care about. Um, I, You know, I, I, we were talking last week about how Christmas is like less magical than it once was. Uh-huh. Um, but like now I focus more on the connections and the family and all of that. I also have discovered that, like, or I kind of laugh at myself, although I think I'm a really fun person, I've never been like the, let's go out and party all New Year's Eve. Like, that's never been my thing. I'm just kind of like, let's stay home and watch the ball drop, and if people pop fireworks outside, I'll just watch them from my house. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to do a gig on New Year's. Uh, It was a bit of a drive, though. Mm. I'm like, man, do I really want to be driving home? Oh, on New Year's on Eve? New Year's Eve. Or New Year's morning or whatever? Night, yeah. yeah. I think, you know, I probably don't want to do this. Probably not the best I option. probably should just not. Yeah. Yeah. There's always that feeling, I think, after the New Year, like, hits, that there is kind of that holiday hangover. We talked a little bit about that last week, how it hits, like, right mm-hmm. after Christmas. But I think once we're done with, like, New Year's Day, there's sort of that, like, man, <laughs> like, almost a heaviness of, like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. here we go. Let's, let's trudge along i'm okay with it though i like that we're in a whole new decade it's kind of hard to believe though because i remember when like the 2000 was rolling over and thinking like wow it's like it's 2000 that's crazy Mm -hmm. now we're 20 years past that that's insane y2k baby and now i feel old so you're welcome thanks (laughs) (laughs) no all is good i um I was mentioning last week, I've got a lot of new stuff coming at you in the new year. Um, Did I tell you that I was asked to join the Rockstar University Facilitation Group? No, that's pretty You even know what I'm talking about? (laughs) It's the Rockstar I know, I thought you'd like that. Yeah, so back um, early last year, in early 2019, I was sort of in that point of my career where I was going, you know, I really do love helping people. Like, I know that. It's... It happens all the time. Like I can be standing in the line at like the Walmart and the person in front of me in line starts telling me their entire life story. Like that's always been me. And I and I welcome that. I like connecting with people and helping them. But I was also to a point where I had a lot of people that were reaching out and saying, well, how do you how do you build a business or how do you how do you do things like launch a podcast or write a blog or how do I, um, you know, live my best life? I don't necessarily want to come in for therapy, but will you like coach me or counsel me in, in a way that's not exactly therapy? So I was sort of not floundering, but I guess kind of floundering. I'll, I'll own it. 
And I had reached out to a coaching friend of mine that was launching a beta group called Rockstar University for coaches and leaders. And it was sort of a way to do exactly what I'm describing. So I signed up and we started meeting. We have like weekly meetings and, you know, we go through all of the processes of what it takes to launch a workshop or create a, you know, an email campaign or put an offering out there to help people in whatever your niche may be. And after we had gone through it for a bit, I actually started having people reach out and go, how do I, how do I join that same thing mm-hmm. you're doing? So anyways, make a long Good. story short, uh, Lisa Jenkins and Jean Hammer have actually asked me to join as part of their facilitation group awesome. to help other entrepreneurs and people that, you know, have, have the desire or drive to help people, but don't quite know how they want to put that into practice this is sort of the group for you. So I'm super excited to get to be a part of the facilitation. I'm going to be doing some additional training with them to offer some um, assessments and whatnot to be able to help people understand, like, how do they best interact with other people? What are their strengths? What are the things that sort of energize them and make them feel really, you know, just charged up and ready to go? And so I am just, I'm really excited about this. i got to be honest, I am. So Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sure I will have much more information as we go. But so I think I had mentioned last week, I've got the relationship reset group. That is something I'm doing on my own. But if you are part of the Rockstar University, that's also a like an option that you can choose mm-hmm. to take part in. In addition to learning about how to implement and create your own stuff. I also have um, this time of year. Do you ever make a vision board? You ever I've done never that? Heard of such a thing. You've never heard of a vision board? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. So let's Refresh let's talk about a vision board. So a okay. vision board can be done in a lot of ways. I think when some people hear a vision board, it sort of freaks them out because they think I'm gonna ask them to sit down and be crafty. Which you can be crafty if you want to with it, but you don't have to. A vision board is simply a visual representation of your goals, your dreams, your hopes, your wants, your, you know aspirations, however you want to look at it, that you put in like one place, be it on an actual piece of poster board. Maybe you do it on like a list in your phone. Maybe you just have a piece of paper that you sit down and write out your list of goals that you want to achieve, be it this year or next year or 10 years from now. But it's a way to actually put your intentions in one place so that you have something to reference back to so that if you are on a journey of trying to reach a goal that, I don't know, let's say that your goal is, I don't know, we'll use you, Randy. Let's say that your goal is to do at least one paid comedy gig per month. I don't know. Let's just say that that's your goal. So you might would write that on your vision board. Maybe you have a picture to represent it. Maybe you just write it down in your handwriting. Maybe you type it out in a list. It really doesn't matter. But the idea is that it's on your vision board. And then throughout the year, you reference back to the vision board. And maybe you put some notes on it that says, okay, well, you know, January did one. February did one. March didn't do one, but working on two for April. Like there's a way for you to sort of use it as a resetting point throughout your year. I That's used awesome. to I used to think it was a bunch of woohooiness. I was like, "Well, I don't need a vision board. That just overwhelms me to imagine doing." And then I had a coach at the time that was like, "I really think it would be good for you to do." I do. I think it would be good for you to sit down and really think out what goals do you have for yourself? What are goals that you have business-wise? What are things that you want to achieve and accomplish? And it, it, it took a little bit to get me started. It took a little bit of work to actually like get me motivated to do it. I bet. But once I started, I kind of loved it. 
Because then it was like, I can put anything on this that I want to. It's my list. Like, I can create this to be whatever I want. And I have found myself, as I've gone forward from that point, I'll refer back to it and be like, well, what have I done, you know, that I had put on my vision board? And are these still the same goals that I want to have now? Like, I made it two years ago. So do I need to create a whole new one or do I just need to alter the one that I've got? So there's really no wrong way to do it, but I do feel and find that it can be a bit overwhelming for people. So one of the um, the things that I'm offering is sort of a, a short consultation session with me. It's like a 30-minute session. We can do it over the phone. We can do it through a video link. We could even do it in person if you're local and want to. And you, we sit down and we start creating, like, what is your vision for your life, for your business, for yourself, for your family? There's no limit to what this can look like. And then we sort of figure out together, how are we going to use that as a guide to kind of push R- you forward? Get to where you want to go. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's a brilliant it's just, idea. It's one of those things along the journey of living your best life that I think is a really important aspect. So it's also a way for someone to maybe do this short session with me to get a feel for how I work as a coach, as a therapist, as a consultant, so that they can get an understanding of the service that they would be kind of investing in. It gives them a taste of it. And if they then choose to work with me either in a one-on-one kind of way or if they want to sign up for some future workshops that I have about how to create a business and how to actually take that business and scale it in a way that will allow you to make money doing what you love, right? So it's a way to kind of get a taste of it without having to invest in the whole thing and to leave, leave that session with something really usable and helpful that can kind of guide you throughout your year. Or the next few years, or the next ten years. There's really no limit. I think it's yeah, fun. It, it helps me to write things down. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like uh, you know, once there's an interesting process that happens when we write something down or when we create something that it gets it out of the queue in our brain, which then makes space for other things to sort of fall in line. Mm-hmm. So let's say, for example, like I wrote down a few years ago on mine, I want to launch a relationship workshop. Now, I didn't know exactly what that was going to mean, but as soon as I wrote it down, for the next couple of weeks after that, and actually even since then, I would notice myself just kind of brainstorming. Like I knew it was already on my vision board, so I didn't have to like keep it in my queue because I'd already written it down somewhere. Now I was just able to actually brainstorm what would it look like to actually create that thing. It allows some space for your brain and your creative process to not feel so overwhelmed and bogged down. It's not all that different than why journaling is so helpful because it gets all the junk that's in your brain and it writes it down so that you don't have to carry it around. You're like clearing the mechanism to allow yourself space, time, and and the energy even to devote to new ideas. That's brilliant. Well, thanks. I love that. That's all right. Yeah, I, I never thought of it. That I like way. it. it. Makes perfect sense. I love the fact that like he never knows what I'm going to talk about. Like yeah. I really am like, hey, Randy, let's do a co- let's do a show, okay? And I like start talking, and then like your reactions kind of yeah. make they spur me on. They're like, okay, like this yeah. is this is landing. I'm okay with this. Yeah, I write stuff out to remember it, but mm-hmm. I, I never, I guess, I never thought of it like clearing it out and making room for more. Yeah, like I, I forget um, which researcher that I have read articles from has talked about this, but it's something like the brain can only hold three to five things in its queue at a time, which is the reason if you've got, you know, six things on your list and you go to the grocery store, but you didn't write your right. list down, you forget like half of them. Mm-hmm. The brain can only really juggle 
a certain number of things before it feels overwhelmed and it will, without meaning to, exclude things. And sometimes they might be important things like Mm -hmm. you're baking a cake and you didn't get eggs or something, you know, and it's like you don't intend to not get what you need. But yet, if you didn't write it down, there's a high likelihood that your your queue is going to get full of other stuff. Not to mention that the route from getting to your house to the store, there's a lot of mm. things that get in that queue, right? The, mm. Oh, turn left here. Oh, there's a red light. Oh, I need to get gas. I mean, there's so many things that take the place of the important elements. So that's why writing down your goals actually becomes something that you can then break into smaller pieces and you can allow your creative process to chew on it without right. having to feel like you've got to remember the thing and then also create the thing. That, that That's asking a lot of your brain. It's sort of like our brains are these very complex, simple things. That Very much so. Yeah. They can do really complex things. But yet, if we can if we can figure out kind of a way to to hack them almost mm-hmm. so that they don't get overwhelmed, they will work a lot better for us and not feel quite so stuck. You know, we talked last yeah. week about feeling stuck in our own way. Mm-hmm. Sometimes creating a vision board, especially from like a like a entrepreneurial or business perspective, can be really helpful. But people make vision boards for all sorts of things. Yeah. It could even be you know like the vision board of the family vacations I want to take because I have somebody. Quoted it this way. I had a client say this. She's like, I only get 18 summers with my child. And I want to make mm-hmm. sure that every summer we do something meaningful so that they have memories to look back on. And we can always remember those times as special and important. So part of her vision board was actually creating like 18 little blocks, essentially, right. of what that would look like. Now, not all of them are going to be filled in the day you make the vision board. And that's okay. I think that's part of what used to stand in my way, too, is that I was like, well, what if I don't know everything? Well, there's Mm -hmm. no rule that says you sit down and you create it from start to finish day one, but you start the process of creating so that you don't overwhelm yourself. And when you do get to their age 10 and you've not taken but two vacations, Mm -hmm. you haven't put it down there as a goal to work towards. It's just an interesting way to do it. It yeah, I agree. I like mm-hmm. I like that. I'm going to put that in my queue. You going <laughs> You going to put the vision board in your queue? That's right. To unqueue yourself? Yeah, exactly. Queue is a funny word. I just have to say. We I talked know, to, I hate it. It, it, it. I read something the other day that said queue is really just the letter Q and four additional letters huh. that follow it. Like yeah, it like yeah. they, it's Q U E. Wait, how you Q? I don't even I don't know. know. Q-U-E-U-E, I think. I don't know. It's just funny. Anyways, but yes. So the idea, nobody told you they were spelling. Not my strong Um, suit. But yeah, so if you are interested in creating a vision board or having an initial session with me to sort of talk about what it looks like to set goals in your life or in your business or in any facet of your life, let's do that. I would love to have you do that. I am offering these sort of shortened one-on-one sessions to give you a taste of what it would be like to work with me from a coaching perspective. And then I can share with you any information you want to know about the Rockstar University group or any of the courses that I have available. I actually have a business sort of 101 course that I'm working on right now that's going to be kind of a, if you are someone that wants to create a business and live your best life in that entrepreneurial way, what are some steps that you need to go through to make sure that you're on that right path because there's not just one right way to do it. And we live in a really interesting time where there's a lot of online creation that's happening. It's allowing people to sort of connect to customers and potential clientele 
all over the world, really. And so it's a way to try and give yourself permission to look outside of the traditional box that you might Mm -hmm. have been given for a long time and sort of ask yourself, what would I want to do if I could do anything? You knew that success was unlimited. What would you start trying to do? Comedy. Comedy, exactly. Yeah. See, your vision board, I would imagine, is going to have a good deal of comedy things on it. And glitter. And <laughs> I'm always okay with the glitter. Um, you know, and that's just it. I think there are some people that get really crafty with the whole vision board, and they really mm. will have glitter and bright colors and, you know, markers and all sorts of stuff. And then there's going to be other people that just want to have like a bullet list of mm things they want to accomplish in a variety of categories. But it's really satisfying to get to go and like mark something off the vision board list or Mm -hmm. to get to go, wow, you know what? I wrote that down two years ago and I had no idea how it was going to come to fruition. But yet here I am doing that thing I said I was going to do. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. Not how you thought, but usually in a way that is good for you sometimes. Well, you know, like we talked about, like when you first did comedy, you would kind of had that idea that like, oh, I'll do it. The, I'll do it when I'll do it dot, dot, dot. And then there was one night that you were just like, you know what? I'm going to do this. Yeah. And you went and did it. And yeah. if you had had a vision board, you could have marked it off. I, I guess you had, a, you had a mental vision board. I wish I would have done it a long time ago. The comedy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I hear that a lot, too. I think that's the reason that I'm trying to find additional ways to work with people that are not just in a therapy room or a therapy setting, because I think that sometimes is a little daunting or it overwhelms people. And they're like, wait, so I, you know, have to come in and you're going to diagnose me. And it's like, not necessarily, you know, my therapy skills are there. I will always let someone know if I think they need deeper work or, you know, if there is something diagnostically going on, I, I would be, so wrong in my profession to not do that. But I also recognize that not everyone is looking for therapy. Some people are just looking for a way to kind of unstick themselves, Mm -hmm. to move the needle forward, to get closer to where they want to be. And it really, really, really is possible. If you had told me even five years ago when I felt like my entire life was falling apart around me and I didn't have a direction, I didn't know what way was up, I could not figure my own stuff out, I could not get out of my own way, and I think part of the reason is that I was holding myself to some level of perfection that was like I had to have it all figured out right Mm -hmm. then. One of the best lessons I've learned is that to just start before you're ready. It's okay to not know the outcome But just give yourself permission to start. Yes, amen. There's a quote that says, start where you are, do what you can, use what you have. And so rather than focusing on the perfectionistic side of things, I kind of joke I'm a recovering perfectionist at this point, I am allowing myself to just let things unfold. And if I try something and it doesn't work, I don't beat myself up for it because there was no roadmap to follow. I was creating something from scratch. So if not everything works... Okay, no worries. Same way with like comedy stuff. Let's say you tell a joke and no one laughs. All the time. But does that mean you have to beat yourself up and go, oh, I'm not funny? No, but no. I do. Do you really? Hell yes, I do. Okay, we'll have to work on that. Uh, but I get, I try to get over it, you know. Like mm-hmm. I said, I talk myself into things. That's sure. What I, what I try to do. I get that, but it's like, you know, just because someone doesn't think your joke is funny doesn't mean you mm-hmm. aren't funny. It just happens to mean that whatever their sensibility of sense of humor is did not line up with what you were offering. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. 
There is no rule that says we all are for everyone else. Like we all have our audience. We all have the people that are going to gravitate, you know, towards what you're offering. I know there's a lot of comedians out there that some people think are hilarious. Mm. I've never found them funny. Agreed. By the same token, there are some things that I find hilarious and other people are like, that's dumb. I don't like that. That's not funny at all. It's all relative. And I think when you start to realize that and you stop holding yourself to the standard that everyone has to love what you do or else you're somehow not good enough and you tie your worth to someone else's opinion Mm -hmm. of you, that's a slippery slope. Yeah, I agree. So part of the way that I work with people is just helping them to see that it doesn't matter if only two people out there or one person out there really likes what you have to offer. If it's fulfilling for the environment or the the relationship or that situation, isn't that good enough? Like, is there such a thing as just being good enough with where you are right now Mm -hmm. and not focusing so much on where you wish you were or could have been or should have been? Every second that you waste not doing it is a second you'll never get back to do it. Yeah. Does that make sense? It does. Because I'll ask people, like, what's the worst that's going to happen? Now, sometimes if we ask that question in a variety of settings, we may actually come up with a worst case scenario that we should avoid or that we should be mindful of. But usually when we're talking about implementing a goal or a strategy or a business or, you know, even just like a, like a hobby, you know, that, that you want to do, there's really not a lot of worst case scenarios that are going to be a reason not to do something. In fact, we're going to probably find a lot more reasons to at least try. I read another quote that said, being, what was it? Sucking at something is the first step of being kind of good at it. Yeah. You know, because nobody wakes up, does something the first time and is perfect, at least not every time. There might be some exceptions to that rule, but usually things take some practice. Lots of practice. Yeah. And that's okay. That's where that whole progress, Mm. not perfection thing comes in. So anyways, I'm kind of- Life's too short, man. Get out there and do it. That's what I'm saying. Yes, absolutely. I'm kind of on my little soapbox over here. You're Mm. welcome. But it is the new year. We have to talk about things. I'm just saying. New year, new life. Exactly. 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 No, I I really do. I'm I'm hopeful and looking forward to what this year is going to bring. I've already been able to launch my my relationship reset group. It starts in let's see, today's the second, so a couple weeks from now it will be launching officially. I'm still nice. accepting applications, and if the first group fills up, I will absolutely make a second group. I've already got a few people like kind of on the on the list that are mm. going to take part. So please don't feel like there is a limit. I I want this to be available, and I also welcome your feedback and things that you may like to see either as a, you know, a redirect in this group or as a future offering, because I am trying to make it as helpful as I possibly can for the people that are consuming this, this product or this service. But so I've got that going on. I've got the Rockstar University thing going on. I've got the vision board sessions going on, and I'm still offering the pick your word. That's going to be an ongoing thing. If someone does choose to work with me in either a one-on-one setting or they sign up for one of my group offerings, they will actually get to pick a word as kind of a a, a little freebie. So, bird, are you where? Are you taking your tenacious keychain with you? My transcend transcend. See, I forgot your word. Yes, you're transcend. Uh, well, maybe I think bird, you need to be tenacious. Bird. I already bird am. is not your word. I already um, am a bit tenacious. Are you tenacious? Oh, yeah. That's funny that I can. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I am, dude. Woo, 
Let's See, go. nobody said I had to remember your word. I just had to create it. Nobody said that. No, I um, uh, I, I really quiet. am very hopeful for where this is all developing. I'm cracking him up over there. I am. I'm having a good time, dude. Now I forgot your word again. It's not transcend. Why do I'm gonna I want to say rise above? Do gooder. That's my new word. Do gooder. <laughs> I should have put that on like the bottom, like tenacious on the top, and then do gooder at the bottom. Tenaciously do gooder. Tenaciously do gooder. Oh my goodness. On that note, yeah. How can people find you? Should they want to follow your hilariousness, Mister Cash? At R Cash comedy on the instagrams and uh january 18th i'm doing o'fallon out loud in o'fallon missouri it's at rendezvous cafe 217 south main street in okay o'fallon illinois hey that's not kind of like where i am it is out your way it is we'll have to I have to see if i got clients that night maybe i can swing by and Yay. be all supportive and stuff i got new jokes too you got new jokes you're the one about. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Well, if people do want to follow along with any of the stuff I have going on, um, you can go to my website, lindsaywalden.com. I have links to all of the workshops, all of the ways that you can connect with me and work with me, as well as a contact link where you can just send me a message if you want more information about a lot of things. You can always find me on Facebook at Lindsay Walden Consulting. That's my Facebook page. You can find me on Instagram at This Is Lindsay Walden. And then you can find me on Pinterest at Therapy Thoughts, where I have a variety of live your best life tips and tricks and techniques and all sorts of things that go live on that once a day. So thank you so much for all of your support. I am looking forward to what 2020 brings, and I wish you all a very happy new year. See you next week.